Thank you for joining us on our Family First Life Tri-State Serve the People podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, spending your time to develop and grow with us. Follow us, please, on all our social media platforms at Family First Life Tri-State or FFL Tri-State. We love you. Keep listening. And I hope this information is serving you across the country. All right, everybody. Thank you for jumping on with us for our Tri-State Trends podcast. I got my man, James Witts, elite producer out of FFL Universe. Um, James, it's an honor to have you on, my man. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you. Absolutely, brother. Well, um, I'm, I'm happy to have you on this podcast because I know that you hit it out of the park in 2022. But can you, for people that don't know you, can you give them a little bit of your history, a little backdrop and how you found Family First Life? Yeah, absolutely. So I started, uh, you know, I, I was in the Navy. I did 24 years in the Navy. I retired a Navy chief. I did a lot of different things in that in that uh, that time span. I did. Um, I was a recruiter. Thank you for your service. I did. Um, was that? Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was a recruiter um, for about three years. I did really good. Got to really dig deep into sales and the need behind the need. And as you can imagine, how tough it was to go and sell a product that I'm taking kids away from their families to go do God knows not what. So um, that was my first experience on handling objections and stuff like that. And then um, after I retired, I worked at NGA. I came to uh, St. Louis area on the Illinois side, moved my family here. We're, we're not from here. We just, you know, just God led us here. I basically retired, went to the government, and then fast forward six years, uh, my wife was on TikTok and saw um, FFL and um, started saying some of the stories and uh, and uh, I guess the rest is history. I kind of I, I got enrolled in the, um, the course to get my license. Uh, I kind of you know took my time and then just one day I was like, you know, I, I could probably do better if I just hmm. actually got paid for what I was worth. Because where I was at, you know, you're, you're working on somebody else's dream and somebody else's mission. Mm. So I just said for once, let me just see. I really want to see what James was made of. Uh, you know, I wanted to see if, you know, like I had some friends in high school and, you know, a couple of my really best friends and they went into the, they were like a securities and life insurance and they did all kind of stuff in the financial world. I was like, well, you know, they did so well. I mean, you know, they did well and they're still doing well. I think it may be worth a shot. And man, <laughs> I was not ready <laughs> at all. I, I was not ready. I was not ready. <laughs> just it's been it's been a ride since. But man, I tell you, just the the quality of life, man. The having that control and not being um, basically um, told that this is how much you're worth by hour only, and that's it. That's all you can do. For the rest of your life, that's it. That's what we're going to give you. You get what I give you. And mm. I just knew something. So when I jumped into this, and I it just, it's just wow. <laughs> that's all I can exp- express is wow. Well, that's awesome. That is an amazing story. And by the way, what? So you said there's probably more. Now, obviously, you still had to come in with a positive mindset. You had to mow down excuses and distractions. You had to go to work. How were you able to do that so successfully so fast? 
I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. I prayed about it and I just, I literally left everything to God. And I said, just, just, I'm just gonna be humble. You tell me what to do in my heart, you lead me. And I did. And I also had the amazing support from my mother. And definitely 100% the most important is my wife had my back the entire time without any waiver. She, and she, and basically she was my, she was my force. She pushed me out the door. She's like, honey, don't come home until you, you close somebody. I'm sorry. Just, just <laughs> it ain't happening. You're driving. <laughs> I got it. Go ahead, brother. And, you know, I mean, we, we, we kind of had fun with it, but then it actually became not, it wasn't exactly fun. But she was serious. <laughs> like, seriously, honey, you're driving all over the place. Don't come home until you do something. You either help somebody or something, but That's don't, true. just don't, don't, you can sit on the couch if you come home if you don't do something. So I took it literally hmm. and I worked. I worked. I love that. I did a lot of pavement, <laughs> a lot, Dude, a lot of driving, those, a lot of windshield time. Those words mean a lot, especially when it's not a joke. You know, man, that's like a battery. That's like a that's like a huge battery in the back, you know, when the spouse is on board at that level, because you now there's a lot that goes with those statements, right? You know, it's not just the support. It's I can't not come home without something. And this ain't gonna be forever if I just keep like if I don't, if I don't make it happen and help some people. So you got thrown into a level of uncomfortability fast. What were some things that helped you with the actual helping of families with life insurance in the home? Like what was your approach to the service side of the business that with that mentality of I ain't going home without, like, how did you move through that? You know, honestly, and um, I just was me, man. I didn't, I said to, when I got into my first house, my first house, I felt like I was going to throw up seven times on the way. <laughs> and I and I did it anyway. So I get in and when I got out of my car, I noticed that oh, I'm not nervous anymore. Like just, just to drive there sucked. But then I got there and I was like, well, I'm just going to be me. You know, like, I, you know, I don't know this person. It doesn't matter if they don't like me. I'm just going to go in and be myself and then uh, see what happens. So I walked into the house and I was like, if I saw something that was, you know, I related to a picture, the smell, a couch, or, you know, TV, anything, I, I immediately started talking about it. And I just went to their house with the thought that I'm, I'm visiting a new friend. And I didn't <laughs> spend a whole lot of time on the report, but I just, it was so genuine at the beginning, the first five minutes man, they're like, Hey, let's have a seat. And I date, and I was able to guide them where I wanted them to go. And I started, and I started realizing that, you know, I'm just going to have fun with this, you know? Yeah. And when I go into a house, I am not serious. I mean, I'm serious when it comes down to, okay, we, this is serious business. Mm -hmm. My goal today is to make a lifetime person that we can actually account on each other. I'll, I'll be your guy for insurance and annuities. And you just, be you. And that's it. That's all I ever ask my clients. And that's great. It just works. 
it just worked. That's very genuine, man. That's great. And obviously backed by work ethic, it works real well. Talk to us about the schedule that you're running to have that success and the type of leads, lead, lead count and lead spend that you're, you're doing to have that success. Okay. So when I got in, um, it's a little different now, but the, for the majority of what I did in 2022, it looked like I ran five, six appointments a day. Uh, it was about four to five times a week. Um, basically, I got it when I could. I have also, you know, family. I was, you know, I was basically coming out of a third shift kind of thing, and I wanted to be able to see a little bit of house, you know? So in the beginning, I ran hard and I did about, for me personally, between 20 to 26 appointments a week. Um, and everything was in my area, let's say within about 30 minutes to 45 minute drive. And I spent on an average um, for leads, I was spending about a thousand, about a thousand dollars a week on keeping that replenished. Uh, every week, and that's that's really all I did. And and most of my leads were three month, uh, one month, two months, and uh, three month leads, six months, uh, mortgage protection leads. And I also did um, um, at the beginning, I did those nice aged ones, uh, those uh, second chance mortgage leads. Mm. Uh, those were the very beginning in learning how to dial, getting uncomfortable to dial, and still pushing through. And then that's basically what set everything up in this snowball. I never stopped that momentum. Wow. Um, and you ended up the year helping 361 families. I mean, what did that feel like as far as you, your family, your life, and the way it kind of changed? Um, wow. So I, and I just, it was, it's all a blur. I just, I just worked. But I mean, as far as the quality of life, but to give example, I mean, I was able to do things that I've never, ever done before. Like we went to Disney and it's just, I mean, it's a small thing, but the fact that I could, you know, my wife is like, we got to go to a convention for my daughter in Orlando for her, um, her issues in uh, dance and to be able to, do, to be able to pay cash for everything and to go to Disney and the kids are like, Oh, that's so cool looking. And they're not greedy. They're not, they're very, very generous kids, but they was like, oh, you know, they look at something and my wife and I look at each other and says, well, would you like that? I mean, you like that, that Harry Potter jacket? And he's like, oh, yeah, I do. Like, they, they know, like, well, it's expensive, dad. That's a lot of money. I says, just go ahead and grab it. Just pick, pick the one you like. That's awesome. And that right there is where it hit me that I was able to do some really cool stuff with my That's kids. Great, man. And stay at some resort that I'm, I'm like, I'm not, I didn't grow up in that. You know what I mean? I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in that. So I'm like, I'm walking around in this resort and these people are like, wow. I'm like, I'm here with these people. And obviously they make pretty good money. Mm -hmm. And, and I didn't have to worry about nothing. Like yeah. it was just crazy. Like yeah. only thing I was worried about is it was in Florida in July. I mean, I'm hot. I'm like, <laughs> that's the only thing I was worried about. Like I am on fire. Mm -hmm. I'm sweating bacon grease. I'm like, <laughs> it's out of control. So, <laughs> that was the only thing I was worried, but I was not worried about enjoying my family, man. And and when I was able to spend time with my family, I was able to do full on and the way I wanted to, the way that they deserve. So that's fantastic, man. 
And now we look into 2023. What are your goals um, for your team and goals for your production level for 2023? At least 100 families a month personal and uh, team goals. You know, I met some people in Chicago last week and I really didn't know how to structure my my um, my goals, you know, because I'm like, I don't want to feel greedy, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, this is a monetary. Amount. So I like, how do I do that? Like, in what world did I come from before that I can make goals, financial goals? It was more like career goals, but never financial goals ever. So to say that, you know, my, my goal is to bring, you know, 10 or, or more Hall of Famers with me next year at the convention at 2024. Because I know if I just concentrate on that and helping as many of my agents, as many as families as possible to achieve that goal, that everything will just work out. Dude, you're a stud, man. It's an honor to have you on here on the Tri-State Trends podcast. Clearly, you're, you're going in the right direction, trending upwards, man. So I thank you for taking the time to jump on with us, dude. I'm excited about your 2023, man. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you at convention, brother. This is going to be an exciting year. I'm looking forward to seeing you too, man. I appreciate you having me uh, on your on your uh, on your show. Uh, I'm extremely humbled. I still don't believe I'm sitting there talking to you. I mean, I remember watching you at the at the beginning, and I was like, "Oh, I meet this guy one day." But how when's that going to ever happen? <laughs> look, here we are, <laughs> dude. I'm because I lot, I watch a lot of your podcasts, man. It's like this guy. I like the way he laughs. I energy when you laugh. But I was like, I got to meet this guy one day, man. And here we are. Here we are, brother. Hey, you made a way, and uh, our paths collided. So this is just the beginning, my man. I'm excited, brother. Thank you, man. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. I'm going to shake your hand in Miami. I'm going to fire it up. Take care, brother. God bless. (laughs) 